0: Welcome to Burn Build Made, Episode Six. Uh, I am Patrick. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since the last episode aired, and that is because I attempted—I uh, attempted this episode once already um, with an outline because there was so much that I wanted to cover um, that I wanted to structure it. And uh, I was recording at about midnight last Friday, and. Uh, it just sounded terrible. It just sounded terrible. And I got like 18 minutes in and thought I wouldn't want to listen to this. Why would anyone else? Um, so I scrapped that. Uh, so here we are giving it another shot. And, um, uh, what I want to cover is the, my most recent build, which was some loft beds. Actually, it wasn't most recent build, but it was the most recent video release on Instagram, YouTube, etc. Um, some loft beds for my niece and nephew. Uh, and I'm just going to go over uh, the the whole project in my head and, and scrap the outline. Um, these beds were necessary because my niece and nephew share a bedroom. And they're getting older. I think he's 5 and she's uh, t- uh, 10. So sharing a bedroom, um, it would be great if they had their own space. Uh, so the design that my brother and I landed on uh, was to divide the room with a wall. Uh, The wall is maybe two thirds of the length of the room and it goes down the middle and off each side of the wall is a loft bed, um, however high a loft bed needs to be. It's about three feet below the ceiling. The ceiling's eight feet, so um, that's five feet minus the depth of the bed, whatever that is. Um, And then underneath each bed, is a desk, and the whole thing is kind of um, sturdied up by a bookshelf, and that bookshelf serves as both a ladder up into the beds and um, and as a support for the corner of the beds that is floating, that would otherwise be floating. Um, the head of the, each bed is against the back wall of the bedroom and is bolted th- to the studs, the foot of each bed would be floating had it not been for this bookshelf. Um, so it was a really fun design. And uh, one of the challenges that I had with the design was that I grew up with a bunk bed um, as a kid. It was oak. Um, this is this was pine for uh, budgetary reasons. I also really know how to work with pine. That's what I primarily use because it's affordable. Um, but one and an eighth inch thick is, is pretty strong and it's thicker than the oak bunk beds that I had as a kid. Um, but what I remember about those beds was that the, the top one was so high, you'd hit your head on the ceiling and the whole thing had no diagonals. It, it just kind of rocked around. Of, of course it wasn't bolted to the wall. Um, but, uh, they were probably 12 to 15 years old when I started sleeping on them. Well, I'm not sure. Um, when I was doing flips off the top of them, you know, you, you grab the edge of the top bed and, and uh, lean forward and do a front flip onto the floor. Um, so I had some thoughts about what I might change about a loft bed were I to sleep in it um, as a child today. Uh, kind of the, the dream situation, um, if you will. Uh, something else growing up, was uh, once I was, I'm the youngest of four, once I was the last kid in the house, um, I removed the bottom bunk completely, and uh, and my cousin Jeremy helped me raise up, we built some, like, some little risers for the legs of the bunk bed. Um, and that allowed me to sleep up on top and put a desk underneath. Uh, so height, stability, um, and then other features, like... Uh, uh, what goes into a bedroom, uh, trash can, electrical outlets. I don't know. There were various things that I wanted to incorporate in this new build and managed to do so. So the wall between the two loft beds really became a utility item rather than just, just a wall. Uh, it has cubbies up near the head of each bed, cubbies for your books, for your water, um, tissues, that kind of thing. And then right in front of you as you're sitting <clears throat> if you're sitting in bed uh there's like a tray table that folds down on each side um with room for a laptop or dinner or you know whatever you might have as a teenager uh, books um or you know whatever the kids want to put there now um so those fold down on a piano hinge um, with a with a cable and the cable has a counterweight on the other side that's housed within the wall to make it easier to um, close those those uh, tray tables. Um, and then down beyond that, at the foot of the bed, there's some more shelving. It's it just made sense, I guess, in my mind to build as much uh, functionality into it as possible, um, even if it's small functionality. Oh, and then uh, and then underneath the tray tables, there's a hole in each side of the wall and they're separated. Um, they are separated not only by the width of the wall, but one is more forward and one is more backward a little bit uh, so that you cannot look through them. You can't look through one side of the wall uh, out the other side. And uh, and the purpose of those holes is um, that the in- inside of the wall, that space between the studs, so to speak, is a trash chute. So after you generate trash, <laughs> um, you just drop it down those holes, it falls into a bin, and the bin folds out one side of the wall underneath, next to the desk, uh, ready to be emptied. Uh, so this was a, a kind of a massive undertaking, and, and a lot of that is my own fault because uh, of the, the, the feature standards that I have for myself, and I think that that happens with a lot of projects is I'll go into it with some grand scheme and um, and end up taking much longer than I plan to uh, building all these features into into something like that. Um, It may not be furniture, it may be you know any build Um, but this one in particular took uh, the the real holdup was that the shop that I use primarily um, is two hours from where I live Uh, so I spent maybe five or six weekends running home, um, working on this, working on some other things that I had to build and then driving back and, and working my office job during the week and then back down. Um, so I was really happy to make progress, really happy to have it done. And then, uh, it was far too much, far, far too much, um, time spent to film. Um, and I realized that, uh, my approach to filming is, is new, it's in its infancy, and uh, someone with more experience might have been more confident in filming a build like that, Um, but I settled for just filming the assembly and installation, the final assembly and installation um, of the beds, which were built in upstate New York, traveled up to Vermont, and, uh, and we installed, my brother, dad, and I installed those in my niece and nephew's room. Um, so that's up on YouTube. And uh, I think if I were to do the whole thing again, um, you know, it means a lot to do something for family, but I would—I don't think I would do this under a deadline, although it was a loose deadline. Uh, and I think it, I don't know, working for family as a graphic designer or as anyone who does kind of commission work or, or um, maybe project based work working for family can be tough just because of balancing, um, budgets, deadlines and, and design eye, you know, the, the way that you look at something. Um, and so I think I was really fortunate with this, um, that my brother trusts my design eye, but say quadrupling the material costs of a project to find the, the, the costs to find the, um, the amount to charge a consumer, a really, that really helps the ability to build quickly and to build uh, using uh, materials that you might not normally use if you're under your own budget. For example, I had previously purchased a pallet. I say a pallet. It was a trailer full of um, of lumber scraps from a local lumberyard and lots of variations in, in, uh, lumber scraps there, but they're all offcuts from logs that, that, uh, the lumber yard couldn't use for the materials that they normally sell. So I, I used some of that as cladding for this wall as uh face boards. However, it slowed me down even though it was cheap, um, because it was all different sizes, thicknesses, that kind of thing. Um, so buying a bunch of shiplap would be a lot pricier, but quicker and easier to work with. Um, so, so budget and time and um, geography were really the biggest uh, the biggest challenges that I that I found with this project. Um, it was it was great though. I, I I was really pleased to be able to do something for my niece and nephew. Um, And, uh, and I'm pleased with the way that it came out and everything was, um, everything was able to be reassembled fairly easily. It was 95% successful in that everything went back together the way that I had previously assembled it. Uh, A couple boards had to be, uh, what do you call it? Chiseled away in places just to, just to make everything fit perfectly. Um, yeah yeah, it was a good project. Please go, uh, please go check that out on YouTube. And, uh, and if you're, if you're willing, hit the subscribe button. I don't know if anyone listening to this, uh, realizes mostly because I think a lot of you are family and close friends, but people on YouTube don't get paid until they have an audience and a fairly devoted audience at that. Um, so uh to to get that devoted audience people have to keep watching my videos i guess i have had a backlog for most of the year aside from the bunk bed actually um which i did build in 2019 uh, quite a few of the videos that i have recorded were from a year ago uh, last fall and winter Um, so i am still working on editing those videos Uh, it's getting quicker every time but what are your thoughts on YouTube? Uh, I feel like YouTube is a place that I go, even now as someone who has seen into the the maker community. It's a place that I go when I am interested in a specific person or a specific build, not necessarily just to browse and watch the next thing in a series. So I would be curious to hear. Uh, you know, hit me up on Instagram at burnbuilt. Um, I'd be curious to hear what would, what what exactly would it be about a video that would get you to uh, pause this podcast and go bookmark that video? I mean, that's kind of a tall order. You know, you might be listening to this in the car. Uh, don't touch your phone; it's fine. Um, but I, I am curious. What is it exactly? Because I know for me, it's definitely. Uh, i'm invested in someone's personality or i i I have a deep interest in whatever project is being advertised here Um, so uh there might be a little metal work coming up as my next youtube uh release here we'll see we will see all right thank you for your support and uh yeah catch you on the next one